This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show, where each week we discuss best practices in the field of customer experience management. I'm Tom DeWitt, Director of CXM at MSU, and I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Bob Keipel, Vice President of CX of M, and retired Global CX Executive with General Motors. Without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show. I'm Tom DeWitt, and I'm joined by... Bob Keipel. Uh, it's our pleasure today uh, to have on the show Duncan James, who is the Chief Growth Officer and owner of Point B. Uh, Point B is a consulting company dedicated to helping in customer engagement, growth investments, workforce experience, and operations excellence, all by focusing on humans at the center of change. Um, welcome to the show, Duncan. Thank you very much, guys. Really good to be here. Thank you. Let's jump into it. Um, Duncan, your official role at Point B is Chief Growth Officer. Yep. Could you tell us a little bit about the history of Point B, but also tell us about your personal history uh, working on customer improvement or improving customer experience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Point B is a management consultancy that's been around for 25 years, uh, headquartered in Seattle. We're present in 13 offices across the US, um, including a, a global partnership, a global reach to a network called Next Continent. And Point B historically has been very strong in the management consulting space. And over the past year, year and a half, part of my role has been coming in and really asking clients what the kind of consultancy or agency or marketing services business of the future looks like, and then helping to construct that at Point B. So we actually relaunched our own brand and our own kind of client experience and our offerings back in January 2020, um, which was interesting timing with COVID. Um, and we, we've subsequently been growing the business both organically and inorganically since then. In terms of my personal experience, I actually come more from you know, the traditional agency uh, place. So I've been with Publicis, WPP, and Dentsu, so three of the big kind of advertising conglomerates. Mm -hmm. And then I've spent the last six years in management consulting with IBM and Point B. And, you know, just to, to sort of wrap it, the, the reason that gives me a unique perspective on, on CX is our, our industry is so fragmented now with different digital channels, specialist agencies, that one of the things I really feel is that clients aren't getting the greatest service from their agencies or, or service partners right now because there's so many vertical debts but there's so little and so few skills being able to come and integrate those and advise management consulting strategy customer experience agency digital media creative together and all of those things make up the customer experience the customer experience the customer doesn't care about different silos of industries or the agencies and my mission has really been to unify the customer experience for my clients across all the existing industry silos. Um, so that's something that I'm very passionate about and I've been working on um, pretty much almost 21 years now. So, so Duncan, as a consultant, uh, what can you tell us about what clients are looking for to improve CX? Is there a difference in what they're seeking and what they, they actually really need? 
Yeah, I think you know, different clients on different spectrums. I think um, there's a lot of there's still a lot of legacy driving a lot of decisions. So many many customers, clients are saying, okay, I need you know more effective advertising, more ROI on my digital channels, better strategy, and all of that is true. I mean, they they need that. Um, often though, what's required is actually the hard yards behind that of how do you reorganize your business to deliver one customer experience, not just getting better in all the different channels. A lot of clients that I come across are still working on you know, a, a marketing model, which is you know, the, the product is over here, kind of the media, the creative is over here. You've got sort of the backend software ERP that powers that customer experience in, in a separate place. And those things need bringing together to transform a company. Um, and transform the customer experience. So a lot, of, a lot of companies talk about putting the customer at the center, customer at the core. I've heard many versions of, of that. Um, but that can't just be limited to your advertising and marketing. It needs to be across your entire business. And if you look at some of the new um, modern, especially the direct-to-consumer brands, some of them don't advertise. Some of them in a traditional sense, right? Some of them lead with earned media. Some of them lead with customer experience. Some of them lead with the products and services and getting them in your hands. So, you know, really, again, the theme for me is how do you stop thinking about the existing industry silos that we've all kind of perpetuated over the past 50 years and start to bring, think about customer experience in its broadest sense. But that really involves, which is why I highlighted my background in, in agencies and consulting, is that you have to change the front end, that the agencies, the work, make it more effective, but you have to really re-engineer your business on, on the back end to deliver that seamless customer experience. And that's where increasingly more clients are asking for that. And that's absolutely the, that's what's needed nowadays. So when a client is asking for help, um, they find you or you find them or whatever, um, they need to break down silos. And th this is a significant, uh, thing to do. It has to do with culture yeah. and CX is so intertwined with culture. So as an outsider coming in, how do you encourage companies to make lasting and effective changes after you're gone from the scene? Because people know what to say. They do say yeah. customers at the center of everything we do, yeah. whatever they say, but how can you really make it stick and, and get that culture change going? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question because one of the things that we focus on at point B, um, our kind of positioning in the market is expertise and empathy. And any consulting company or customer experience company needs expertise, right? You need to have the best people in the world. But, and, and actually, it's not a long-term differentiator because people move. People, you know, some, you can bring great talent on, they can move on, they can change for different reasons. Our real differentiator is having empathy for, for people at the center of change because you're absolutely right, Bob. How many initiatives have you seen that have been partnered on with, a, with an external partner, whether it's an ad agency, customer experience, um, uh, uh, an ERP company, a consultancy. And then the ROI doesn't quite come. People say the right things, but it doesn't they don't change their behavior. And the reason they don't change their behavior is that what people don't seem to really admit is that change, change sucks. Change changing organizations, changing structures, changing what you do every day sucks. People, people won't say that. People will say, of course, I'm all in for the transformation. But none of us as human beings 
necessarily like change, right? Because mm -hmm. it, it creates uncertainty, it creates doubt, it creates, um, you know, potentially you think, well, someone's moving my cheese, right? My job's going to change. So we really focus on the soft, we focus on the soft emotion, empathy, and change management equally to empathy, not to, sorry, to expertise, not just, oh, yes, we're very empathetic, we think about change management. We put it on an equal pedestal to expertise because we've just seen way too many consulting and agency engagements not deliver the promise at the beginning of the relationship. And it comes down to treating people like human beings and having empathy for the situation that they're in, the change they need to undergo, and the change management process that will really get them comfortable and bought in because that's often just paid lip service. It becomes a workshop and you kind of whiteboard, you know, what the new, you know, whatever it is, the new brand, the new initiative, whatever it is, right? And, and everyone's scared, and let's be honest, everyone's scared to say no. Because if you say no, you lose your job. So everyone says yes, even though they're particularly worried about certain elements of it. So we're just big proponents of putting the elephant, you know, calling out the elephant in the room um, and having a frank and honest discussion about how you can change not just the structures and the processes of the company, but help evolve the people. And so that they genuinely are bought in and excited. And, and that's, again, you will hear a lot of that. But I think all, all of us will know that it, it's, it doesn't happen on a particularly, yeah, on a day-to-day on -day basis, right? Mm -hmm. So Duncan, you, you've kind of touched on this. Um, you know, as, as you're helping organizations to, to deliver a, a better customer experience, how do you ensure that your organization, Point B, is consistently delivering the best customer experience to its clients? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question because, again, a lot of services businesses, in fact, a lot of us don't take our own medicine, right? I mean, some of the, some of the doctors I know are some of the unhealthiest people I've ever met, right? So um, it, you're absolutely true. You've got to understand your customer. You've got to ensure that they've got the right coverage, the right skills, the right relationships. You have to make sure that you get this internal silos out of the way. We try and empower our customer executives who, who lead the clients to spend as little time internally as possible. We try and make things ruthlessly simple for them to get access to the right resources to help our client with their most critical business challenge. Whether that's in customer experience, workforce experience, cost takeout, M&A advisory, whatever we're doing and helping them, we really try and make that, you know, we are one point B, that there was never kind of 80 different companies. And when you look at the more traditional customer experience um, industry around kind of ad agencies and media agencies, what you can see is that they're all moving very quickly to kind of being represented at a holding company level and simplifying their business underneath. You know, you've seen uh, holding companies like WPP merge agencies, which is great because it's just creating a simpler CX for the customer. Um, and I know, you know, Bob was a client of mine, right? And, and sometimes it would be you know, when agencies start talking about different units and specialist units and different agency brands, I was always kind of tried to give them a bit of a look and be like, yeah, that's our stuff to sort out, not, not the clients, right? So it's a, it's a consistent, um, it, it's a constant journey, Bob, but um, we just try and make our organization as simple, as flat, as nimble and agile as we can. It's interesting. Um, just one of the, some of the themes you run across in CX, 
uh, and you kind of touched on these just now. One is barriers. So, you know, being a good boss is reducing barriers for your employees. Yeah. And you kind of touched that on that. But also from the customer's experience and from an employee experience perspective, just being easy to work with is such a big win. Um, yeah. Do you want to comment on that? Like, it, how does that work for you? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's something you learn, you know, earlier in your career, you think, I've got to be the smartest, I've got to be the fastest. Um, and you have to be smart, and you have to be fast, and you have to know your, know your knitting in this industry. Um, it moves extremely quickly, so you can't be caught out. But no, you're absolutely right. I think, um, you know, General Motors was one of my longest service, one of the customers that I served the longest for five years in, in Detroit and in New York. And, um, you know, I don't know if, um, you know, I, I don't think everything's always smooth, but I think one of the things we try to do is just build that trusted relationship. And when things go wrong, someone trusts you that you're going to fix it. And just being easy, you know, providing clients with a point of view, um, providing them a way to execute that point of view. And again, just, just being human. I mean, you know, I, I, um, I certainly hope that I felt like we had very kind of human, honest, open relationships with General Motors and the agency that I worked for. And it just led to such stronger work um, and, and, and a strong environment to work in. Yep. Thanks. Um, I have a question that's trying to change the focus a little bit. I'm sure, like you said, it's fast moving. And I'm sure you're monitoring the trends and CX as we all are. Um, what would you say are the new emerging areas right now in CX? I would say one, one of the biggest is, you know, when we talk about the customer, we've predominantly talked about paid, you know, advertising, media, events. And we talk about that because we can control it. We, we push it out there and we're very proud of these shiny objects that we've curated, client, agency, partner, whomever, and we've pushed it out into the world. Um, but, you know, I think we've all been in this example where I, I've got these wonderful messages from my bank, from my another financial institution from another business. But then when I try and unsubscribe, when I try and find some more information, when I try and speak to a human being about a, a specific question that I have that isn't something that they want to push to me, you see the barriers come up. The, I send an email to info at whatever, and it bounces back. I call them, I'm on a wait list. That, that's the side of CX that then detracts from the other piece. And a lot of companies have kept those two things separate. And we are seeing a massive investment now, especially around platforms like Adobe, SAP, um, to really push the customer experience across all touch points, not just all paid touch points. Um, and I think that's a, that's a huge trend that's not going away. I know that we do a lot of our work. You know, we at Point B don't do traditional advertising and media buying. Um, there's plenty of people that do where we focus on customer experience is really kind of everything that a customer touches the call center, the call center script, the tone, the website, the, the store, um, because those things, those things matter. And frankly, a lot of brands, uh, have made their reputation on those things, not on, not on advertising, uh, increasingly. Right. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's probably the, the, the macro theme that I see emerging. Mm -hmm. So no, no discussion would be complete without 
asking one question that involves COVID since we're in the depth yeah. of it. <laughs> so, oh, thanks, what's, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I've been hearing conflicting stories about organizations um, seeking help. Um, uh, some, some are saying, you know, business is down. Others are saying business is up. So for you, how, what do you, what is your assessment of the, the climate for new business acquisition during the area, the era of COVID? Yeah. So, you know, earlier this year, you know, the uncertainty was huge, right? So um, we, we did see customers taking a pause at the end of Q1, early Q2. Um, thankfully, we are overweighted kind of in healthcare, life science, technology, um, financial services, CPG. Uh, we're fairly lighter in, 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 in places like energy, uh, in retail, in travel and leisure. So structurally, our business kind of, there wasn't that tsunami that hit us. But of course, we, we were being extremely agile. We were listening to our customers. And, and that's critical because... No, nobody completely stops doing things. What a lot of companies do, though, is say, well, they're not, they don't want what I've got to sell. Business is hard. They're not buying. Well, that's, that's not true. People are still spending. Clients now need to transform quicker than ever. And what we were doing was helping a lot of our clients with you know, completely new strategies around e-commerce, um, touchless payments, and obviously really you know, high-growth industries in healthcare, life science, and tech, where the valuations and the business for those guys actually got better, not worse, due to COVID. Um, so, yeah, we it's been it's been a it's been a hell of a year, right? It's been um, it's been bumpy, but we've really just tried to stay close to our customers. We've tried to stay really frank and honest about what they need to do, about how we can help them. And you know, without going into a huge amount of internal detail, it's also accelerated our own transformation to really kind of make some changes in our business that were able to be made quicker due to COVID because it was a bit of a platform for change. Um, and yeah, I think it's allowed us to finish this year pretty strong. We're optimistic about 2021. I'm optimistic about the CX industry in particular because, um, you know, a lot of budgets have been put on hold and a lot of transformation needs to happen and customers need despite the trend of in-housing, which we didn't get to, but you know, that is a thing, but there still needs to be a huge amount of external expertise brought to customers to help improve their customer experience. And I think we're really well positioned and I think anyone is well positioned. If you can stay really close to your customer, don't talk about yourself, just listen, 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 listen. Um, and I think the future's bright if we can, if, um, if we can pick the right industries. And yeah, there's, of course, there's going to be industries that need more time to come back. I saw, I think on, um, on CNBC today, it was, it was called the beach companies. So kind of all the different, um, uh, you know, airlines and casinos and hospitality and, um, and, and those stocks in particular have been battered. And, and with the, the news about the vaccine this week, they're starting to come back. And again, those businesses are going to have to come back differently. It's not just we're not going to go back to the same shape we were of COVID. So, um, you know, we are, we're bullish about 21, but um, I'm bullish about CX generally. Yeah. But as always, stay really close to your customers. That's the, that's the key rule. Yeah, I think you bring up a really good point. You know, um, COVID's forced uh, businesses to be empathetic and innovative.
and those that don't are going to fail. So yeah, yeah. There's some good that's come out of this a little bit. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Well, thanks. Our glass Tom. is one quarter full, right, Tom? Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know if it's half full. This has yeah. been pretty awful, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks so much, Duncan. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. I hope you enjoyed yourself. No, absolutely did. Thank you so much to both of you. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tom and Bob Show. If you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and share it on LinkedIn and Twitter. If you have any ideas or suggestions for future podcasts, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. After all, you're our customer. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.